Hello and welcome to the Jack Halford podcast. I'm Jack and today's guest is the incredible Leicester-based artist Damira Dowood, known for her striking paintings and impressive commissions with Anne Kiff and also Selfridges, the massive department store. Amira has recently added an extra layer to her story too, a journey through Asia. Listen in, guys. So I've got the consistency board at home. Yeah. So that helps me stay consistent with personal goals. So oh, like right. okay. going to the gym. Yeah. Coming into the studio or, or doing any exercise. So like the yoga today will count. Um, drinking a certain amount of water a day. Yeah, shit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to drink a gallon a day. Yeah. It's important. Which is four litres. I'm at two. <sighs> so I'm... Like, because I've put 1.5... I only two. I've been drinking two. Shut up. Um, but yeah, so I do that kind of stuff at home. But at the studio, <sighs> it's more specific art stuff. Yeah. So... Because, I mean, I feel like everyone's like this. Like, you get an idea, it leads on to another idea, leads on to another idea, leads on to another idea. I need some kind of rules for myself. Mm. Otherwise, I don't make anything. Or nothing comes around fully. Is it just coming in, or do you have, like, specific goals you set? No, like, specific goals. Overarching goals. So... Like, for example, so I came back from travelling and I was like, right, I've, I've not been in the studio for, like, five months nearly. I've got all this new ins- inspiration. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I like that word, inspiration. I don't know what It's just events. It's just life. I've got this whole period of life that's happened. Yeah. That I can use. Uh, like, I can select common themes from what's happened in the past five months and use them in my art so I kind of pick common themes and say okay focus on these themes um so I'll talk about that like an overarching kind of manifesto for myself and then there'll be more practical things so it'll be like use sketching more don't like one of the things is don't underestimate sketching Mm. use digital things more because I used to do that but I feel like you find that you know through the process of creativity you forget processes because you go on to the next thing but you forget them completely and you don't use them all the time so like digital designs and that kind of thing I used to do a lot but I don't do that anymore um so that's something that I wanted to bring in making prints that's something that I just don't for, like I just forget about so that's something I'm focusing on this week and next week do you print them out yourself or do you get them printed I used to print them out myself I mean I think it's easier I think if if I was getting loads and loads and loads of print sales it would make more sense to do print on demand but for now I can just do just print them myself and then maybe like because we've got the open studios coming up on December 2nd yeah kind of want to have some stuff ready for that that's the only good reason good for printing them yourself mm. is when you've got real life craft fairs mm. and things mm. but if you have a website I think yeah, print yeah. on demand makes a lot of sense yeah. I'm trying to set it up myself right now yeah unless you want to do specific types of printing yeah true but it's more like I need to just because I used to do that I used to sell prints maybe like in 2021 um, mm. 
and it went well but again it's just something I just stopped doing for no reason whatsoever um, this is why print on demand services are great for yeah. artists because you can literally just set up on your website you yeah. don't have to do a thing yeah that's true it's like drop it's just shipping done. yeah yeah no that's true that's true like even the website it's taken me a while to just configure that and get that all sorted like I've only just really put proper paintings on there that I'm happy with yeah there's only four on there because there's that's, that's all I'm happy with at the yeah. moment um do you have like a blog or a journal or something see I don't have that yet either so I'm kind of doing my website kind of really stripped it back got rid of anything unnecessary whatsoever yeah that's good so it's just like the when you first click on the link it's just the painting straight away then uh it's got bio and then it's got a contact page and then it's got projects I've done so like the Selfridges stuff and then stuff for other companies so it's like obviously showing I can do bigger projects and things like that as well good it's a good idea so that's literally it so I've just got like a CV page but maybe I should do like a project page where I've got like mm. 10 pages yeah but that works for you Drawn I think downs. it does because yeah, yeah I... like it has to be specific to the first thing your... people see is the shop yeah yeah exactly I think that is the main thing like you've got to see people just want to see the artwork and what you've got yeah to offer because i used to just have like a drop down click click on that yeah it's just like look at the work you could click on the cv yeah you could contact me and that's mm. it but um no you need to sell stuff yeah so being an artist isn't just selling stuff but you do need to sell stuff because that's one stream of revenue and then it's figuring out the other one yeah because it's like like how do you how would you how do you make money as an artist? So usually just through commissions. commissions. Like at the moment it's through commissions, and then, I like the big projects that I've done. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because they pay quite a lot, they've managed to cover like quite a lot of time. Good. So, you know, like they'll pay they'll pay quite a bit if you ask for it. They will pay for like don't be shy well these like selfridges yeah the big yeah sort of, yeah, yeah like the big companies and stuff like that um so yeah so that's really useful and i'm I, just, I mean that's like a common thing with being an artist isn't it like you don't know month to month what your income's going to be no so, it's exciting isn't it yeah no yeah i'm learning to like if, i honestly <laughs> sometimes it, i like get stressed it. i get stressed yeah, and yeah. i just think but yeah but it's fine exactly it's fine exactly like we're we're very lucky that we're in a point of life where we have a roof over our our head we have food we don't have a family to support yet if that's what you want there you go one one (laughs) so one one i want a nice family Mm. i want to find a wife yes yeah yeah have family yeah exactly have a house yeah but also I want to find the love of my life yeah. and have some fun for a little bit and yeah. then have a family. Yeah. You don't need to rush into it. I don't want to rush into it, no. but it's something I definitely want to do in the next, within the next 10 years, definitely. Yeah, 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 for sure. I want to sort myself out for it's like right now, you don't have to even think about that. Like, yeah. it's just focus on the art, focus on... Like, but, I've, I'm, I mean, maybe only in the past couple weeks have I really kind of kicked myself up the bum and gone right we need to actually do something like don't just come in here and you know skills yoga 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 um like just come in and actually 
Like it's the consistency thing. Yeah. You know. Um. Cause you. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Exactly. Written on my wall, everyone. Yeah. Jack's got consistency written on his wall. Yep. And at home, when I first wake up, I've got a whiteboard that says consistency. On I've it. got a notebook page. Yeah. That I wrote. Do not look at superficial media. Yeah. Life is short. Do not waste time looking on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Go out and live your life and live yeah. in the moment. That's but we all do it. But it's important to tell yourself. And then I'll sit there on my phone yeah, for exactly. an hour. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Looking at TikTok. And then I'll see that and I'll be like... Argh! Yeah. And I'll I get know. up and cook some eggs and bake. I feel like paralysed when I'm on my phone. Yeah. And <laughs> I actually do. Because you just... I think everyone's the same. But... At least you, we are aware of it, and there's something else. I think everyone's it. aware of it. Yeah. Apart from children that have been brought up yeah. on devices, mm-hmm. iPad kids. God, iPad kids. I wasn't kids. an iPad kid. You were. No, I wasn't. Oh, you were. No. Well, it's hard to be. Kid. They weren't out. No, it was like Nokia kid. phones. Yeah. Blackberries, brick breaker, brick breaker. But yeah. I had like a Sanyo brick phone from Argos. Like, people just had loads, lots of different phones, and they're all just brick phones. Yeah. And I just had one of them. And I remember when camera phones first came out, and they were really expensive, and I was a child, so obviously I didn't have one, because mm-hmm. they were for adults. But some people at the skate park had them. Yeah. So I used to pretend that mine had a camera on, and pretend to film people at the skate park. But uh, why would you do that? I don't know. Because you li- like, who's that surfing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, video it's just imag- it's like imagination. Yeah, it's like pretending right. you have a gun. Okay, yeah, pretending uh, you have a gun. I, I'm filming, I'm pretending to film, so Fair I thought enough. filming was cool. Yeah, that's Then eventually cool. I did get I'm something sure. with a camera, or I got a DSLR, I think, for one birthday. Yeah, yeah. Or some kind of camera thing. Yeah, yeah. And I could use that. Yeah, I got a, I got a proper Nikon camera as well. Um, again, I haven't used it for ages, I need to... I need to use it. I found mine recently that I actually fixed the other year. I had something wrong with it. I fixed it. got a part of eBay. Yeah. Like, fiver. That's good. See, what? I wouldn't do that. You're very, like... I don't know. See, I'm... You're very... I'm process. a man, and I'll get process. things done. You're a process-led person. While you there, yeah, hysterical, late. screaming yeah, yeah. and shivering mm. in the face of adversity, I get up... And I kill the enemy. Yeah. Which was... So I can just let you do eBay. that. eBay. Yeah. Yeah. So I can just let you do that with Central. Bang. Yeah. Done. And the dirt is gone. Dirt is gone, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Bang and the dirt is gone. Do you remember that? An advert. Yeah. Bang and the dirt is gone. Sit it bang. Sit it bang, yeah. Yeah. The pink one. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. The stuff. Legendary Stain uh, removed. <laughs> yeah. So catchy. But yeah, that's that's my thing at the moment, just trying to be consistent and then, like, not completely drown myself or worry myself with how much money I'm making, mm-hmm. but there has to be, like, you can't just sit and wait for stuff to happen. No, you, you have, have to do to stuff, have, yeah, action. Yeah, like, having prints, or I was even thinking, like, postcards, um, yeah. just, like, yeah. s- small, affordable, and it, then it makes your original artwork more valuable. That's so. what I think, anyway. Yeah. Because if if pe- lots of people have the print, 
They only can't afford got the original. The original. Yeah, they can't afford the original yeah. artwork. Which is fine, you know. But I, it better I, feels I cool for someone to have the original artwork. Yeah, that someone and then else people buy prints of it. Yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> it's like. It's a brain thing. Yeah. Psychological warfare, I call it, saying. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like a double, you know, and it may, it's not even, you know, that's, it's not even just because of that, it just makes it more accessible for people. But I have loads of prints, you know. I like this idea of selling cheap things and calling it accessible but really it's just capitalism i really I like mean, this is, idea yeah. because i i take the uh the business model from mcdonald's yeah they're selling millions billions of very cheap food items mm. and making a lot of money mm. i like it yeah yeah well they're a real well they're, they're not they're not selling stuff it's a franchise, franchise but, but yeah still cool though no it's true although it's true. They don't really support mcdonald's yeah yeah. Because they make everyone fat. <laughs> and yeah. being fat is immoral. <laughs> That's Jack's opinion. Jack needs well, disclaimers on her. No, you need disclaimers on fat your Fat shame own. all of your friends. <laughs> because it's not really. Jack's a big old fat shamer. Why should we avoid McDonald's? I don't avoid it. Oh. I thought they support Israel. Well, well, yeah, now I do, yeah. Because <laughs> they support Israel. But even before then, because I was veggie for ages, I just never saw any point in going anyway. I was vegetarian for ages, and I didn't, yeah, I didn't really go there. Yeah, exactly. I went to Weatherspoons and got, me and my friend John used to go to Weatherspoons every week and get Their chips a, really me- a gourmet Mexican burger. Yeah. And we always said we'd boycott it if they ever stopped it, and they stopped it and we kept going. Oh, what else did you get then? Yeah, it's normal veggie burger. Yeah. Add onion. Yeah, because they have like I go the there now and it's complete Beyond shit. Meat Burger, right? Ugh. They have all that. Ugh. They've got good vegan they, options. They didn't have that when I went there. Oh, This fair. was like 10 years ago. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, no, even now, I've not been there for ages. But oh, I went there last year or something and that was oh, so horrible. Yeah. Like, I would never go to Westerns <laughs> now because it's where the dregs of society go. Like me, that's when I was why 18. I was just gonna say that's <laughs> why I used to go there. That's why I used to go. Yes. But yeah. To be fair, since travelling and not having access to a kitchen, I use my kitchen a lot now yeah. for everything because I realised how much I miss the kitchen. So the kitchen. like we do get like you know what today's Friday, so we're gonna get fish and chips, obviously. Obviously. Fish and chips is good. Fish and chips. I wouldn't eat it, but. Yeah, you wouldn't. No. I mean, I'd have. I've got some sardines in there, but they're tinned. They're just is. That's not the same as chips. Emergency fish and chips. They're emergency sardines. sardines. They're, they're very potty. They're very potty. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do love a Trump. sardine can. Waitrose. He loves to flex that he shops at Waitrose. Not always, you know. I, I feel like every time I speak to you, you mention Waitrose. I'm doing well. Yeah, he's doing alright this time. Yeah. He's doing alright. Yeah. I'm working on my rich people lap. You're not there yet. Like you like, shop at Lidl. I'm sure. Right, I'm absolutely. I haven't been. No, I don't shop at Lidl. I go to Aldi. No, I know. I'm being sarcastic. I went in Lidl uh, last week. How was that for you? Was it traumatic? It was so weird because I've been shopping in M and S Waitrose. And I went into Lidl, and I was like, Lidl's "What fantastic. the hell?" 
No, they have great products, but the people. Oh, oh my Here God. Here we go. I'm only joking. Here we go. No, I should actually really be shopping in these because I've actually yeah. accumulated a lot of debt. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That was uh, a rich people. Like. There you go. Debt isn't something to be afraid of. It's something to embrace. Uh, if you know what you're doing like me. Yeah, I don't. I would avoid it like the plague if you do not know how to manage how to money. manage money. Yeah. I've had a credit card since I was eighteen. I've always paid it off in full, apart from when it made more financial sense not to, because of certain interest rates. Or see, I literally don't understand anything about money whatsoever. I used to get cash back on cash back. See, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, because I was just like, hmm, I can get cash back with my bank. Yeah. But it's at a supermarket where I can get cash back when I check out. I mm. can get free groceries. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Use and a voucher. Because I do travel Complain to a chocolate company. Get free vouchers, even though there's nothing wrong with it. Is that what you did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually do that? Yeah, I did when I was doing it, yeah. <laughs> did you? I used to write what, letters. I used to write letters to brands just to just say... Just to get free stuff? Just, yeah, I used to say I really like motorbike bikes. Uh, to Kawasaki because I really want a motorbike and they said I hand write a letter to them and they'd send me like magazines of keychains and stickers and stuff. really? yeah because they want they want your little kids to when they grow up to buy to their buy bikes one. I think that's why it's good that is good to be fair branding and you get free stuff you always put your age on the bottom and they'll definitely send you it. just write it like a child <laughs> put like age seven yeah, I could do it now do it with your Opposite hand. Tempted to enter competitions that are really for children. Yeah. Just, but then you have to turn up. Like, you ever see that Only Falls and Horses episode? There's an Only Falls and Horses episode where Rodney won a competition for poetry or something, but it was actually, it was supposed to pretend he was like 11 or 13 something. Yeah. He's like a grown man in his 30s or 40s. We should do that more often. We should hijack shows. Hijack shows for children. Hijack shows for children. There might be a place in hell if we did that. That's not the worst thing in the world to do. Yeah, it would wreck. Things. It would wreck someone's. You know. just I think it would be more funny if they were like disabled children, or something. I can't. Co- Jack, Jack can say all this stuff. <laughs> I'm disabled, so it's right. Yeah, so Jack can say all of it. In the head. You can just say whatever you like. I can. I keep I looking do. at that painting, by the way. What the weird one. Yeah. yeah. That's just a sketch. It's really nice. It says underneath, any muddy mess must be overwhelmed with vibrant colours. Yes, I am for masking of shit. Not. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, it's nice to write things in the moment, though. Sometimes I would No, that write, is really, that is really beautiful. I really I like write it. notes. Really? Yeah. That one? Yeah, I can't stop looking at it. Do you want to buy it? How much for? How much would you give me for it? Fiverr. No. Support artists. Print an A4 print is thirty pounds. An A4 printout is thirty pounds. What if I got you a fiver and a pepperoni pizza? I'm in collections all around the world. Pepperoni pizza. Paris, New York, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh. Fantastic. That's how it should be. That's not what I'm doing. That's what I mean. I'm not like, I'm only just getting into doing that now. Like I've never been. I think. Do you know what? I think. I'm with a few other artists that I've spoken to. It feels 
really intimidating and it feels like it what, takes away what take what feels intimidating so like the like i don't even want to call it the business side uh-huh. of it but thinking about selling and thinking of strategies for selling it seems a bit soul sucking even though it's not it's not which i'm realizing now it feels like it takes away from you just going in the studio and coming in and being authentic and doing your painting. That's why people want dealers. So that yeah, they yeah, exactly, yeah. But, but obviously would, we can't, like, well, obviously it would be a luxury to have a dealer, but... What I would say is it it, it's, it's only going to be soul-sucking if, you, if you're making work specifically you yeah, going to, to sell. sell. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Always yeah. make work that's authentic, authentic. and from the, your heart. Yeah. And that you actually want to make. And, and then see what you can do from that. People are going to be able to relate far more easily to the work that's from the heart yeah. you actually want to make than the 100%. work that you think is going to sell. Yeah. Because in this industry, that doesn't work. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, unless you're trying to sell stuff through Dunelm or something. Mm. When people want to buy art from an artist, they're yeah. looking to buy art from an artist. Yeah, something that they're really drawn to. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm now only, like, I've really put stuff like that off. Because I just thought, oh, I don't have the energy for it. It's too draining. Like, when really it's not. Like, when you're making work, I feel like out of the past three years that I've been painting yeah. properly in a studio, I'm only now really, really making work that I'm really actually excited about fully. Like, like, I, like it's, I don't know, I really, and then it makes the rest of it easier. Yeah. Like, I then think, oh, okay, let me think about making prints. Let me photograph these properly. Let me do some digital stuff. Like, mm. It's like a whole universe on its own, isn't it? It's not... I don't think they're all independent of each other and it's like you have to force yourself to do to do prints or no, you know, to, whatever else. You need else. to make the work first. Yeah, so yeah. it has to... I think if that's coming from a really authentic, nurturing, enriching... I'm not saying it's going to be easy. No painting's ever... It's always a little bit of a battle, isn't it, when you're trying to work with something. Yeah. But if you're coming from a really nice, I don't know, I keep saying authentic, but authentic place, I feel like the rest you'll want to do. You'll want to get out of there. You'll want to start thinking like that. Yeah, and what I would say is um, it's nice, actually, to focus on not painting. Yeah, yeah. I just paint every day. Yeah. So actually, like, making a little book or yeah, yeah. focusing on the business side, actually makes me more enthusiastic yeah. about painting yeah no it does you're right you, so, you need balance with every if you consistently because like today for example <clears throat> like we all came in um me you and maya mm. and we just sat and chat didn't we yeah, you know important. yeah it is yeah. like you i that's what i've learned as well that's why the coming into the studio like most days is on my board at home because even if i come in and i just get an idea of something or I just read something or I just watch YouTube videos or I just talk to you guys and I didn't paint a single thing that's not a problem to me yeah. and it's very lucky that we can spend our days like that um, but that's also what we've chosen to do so. yeah I would say that it's, it's, it's partly look but also I think I'm sacrificing you know I mean I don't want to live uh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I think I, if I was a wage slave, you know, but then if I was a wage slave, I'd be earning, More. you know, over two, two grand a month, mm. which would 
which is like heavenly yeah sounding to me yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's difficult to do that from mm. this yeah uh, it is difficult mm, i don't know but i've always said like just give it work. a good bloody go hard work yeah exactly know. like there's no point obviously you know it's different for everybody if you know on your circumstances and that kind of thing yeah but in the position that we're in we can give it a really good go be consistent be hard working put everything we can into it and why not if you get to a point where you're like, okay, this isn't working, and then you need to get a part-time job or you need to get a full-time job, then you just do that. It doesn't make you, yeah, you do like, that. less of an artist, does it? I'm even... Yeah. If you've got a goal, you need to do stuff to get to that goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of that is sometimes is getting a part-time job Yeah. that allows you to spend time in the studio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so just do it. Like, anything that allows you to carry on doing what you're doing. Yeah. I think... a. I never want to get to a point in my life where I abandon this goal or I stop making artwork. Like, regardless. And I think a lot of people, like, coming from a family, don't get me wrong, my family's really lovely and they're really nurturing to what I do. But coming from a family that has never had that kind of way of life in it before, I feel like it does raise a lot of questions for people. Like, oh, you know, like, what are you doing now? Like, what are you. Like, I don't even know what you do. And I'm like, yeah, this is like, like it's not, if if next year or in a few months I have to get a part-time job or I have to get, do something else or I have to, I'm okay with that. Do you have it's one this at the minute, goal. or do you just like get one when you need one? I just get one when I need one. At the moment I'm doing okay. So, but I'll get one if I am, because another thing, another goal of mine is to travel. Yeah. And that obviously requires a lot of money. Like I'd like to do that. Yeah, so for example, five months in Asia, mm-hmm. budget a grand a month, you know? So Where did you go when you were in Asia? So I did, I, my route was, started in Bangkok, south of Thailand, uh, arrived in North Thailand, went to India, yeah. uh, came back, Cambodia, Vietnam from the south to the north, and then back and I did North Thailand properly. And then I was supposed to do Laos and Indonesia but by then I was really burnt out and I needed to, I think I was ready to come home and have a bit of just like a base consistency. You had a kitchen and, you mm. know, very, very lucky that, you know, we get to do all of that. Um, but like I, I had a job when I was 16, straight away got a job. Yeah. And I've literally consistently had a job since then. Um, like until COVID, until twenty. Even at uni? Yeah, I was working all every year at uni. I had a, I was working, and I, I yeah when I first got a job when I was sixteen, I got really excited and had loads of money and I spent it on stuff that I can't even remember what it is now. Clothes and food and all that, which is fine. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. But then as I started getting a bit yeah. like a few years older and I knew travel was a goal, I saved so much. So I've been saving since then, and then obviously there was the big projects as well, which really helped a lot. Um. Like the Selfridges one, there was an architecture firm. Um, how did they find out about you? Uh, how did, so the Selfridges one, I got an email from them. So I I actually had to check that it wasn't spam. Yeah. <laughs> so I checked um, checked him on LinkedIn to make sure he actually worked for Selfridges. And he did. Uh, and they said they found me through my website or something like that. So I don't know. Right. Um, 
Oh, I think it was the Ma- no, it was the Manchester School of Art website. Right. So I was on there. Uh, I think they had the. I don't know. I don't know. But they mm. said they were looking for graduates. So so that's another thing. Like if you're a graduate, or you're a recent graduate. Mm. A lot of big companies will look for you because they know you're not going to charge as much as, like a full time artist who's, pricing their work appropriately, but they're still going to pay well. Yeah. You know, like they still, they're not going to, like they didn't, like, and they, they were so nice. Like the whole team, they were so, so lovely. They were so kind, really accommodating, you know, um, and they paid very well. So it's like a bit of, it's like a, like an unspoken between you both. Like I'm, I know I'm not charging what I probably should be charging, but you're not paying me pittance at the same time. Yeah. So it's very beneficial. But I don't know how you would even look for those roles because I'm um, probably not the one to ask for that because I, I'm very, very lucky they just approached me. I get emails of opportunities. Yeah. Uh, it's networking. Yeah, yeah, you like have to do a lot of The workshops I'm doing in a couple yeah. of weeks mm. was... I was given that opportunity because I contributed to a website called Running Artfully Network. Right. Which I found out about because I create a lot of content on Instagram about both running and art and the fact that I do both. And I think exercise has become a part of my practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an academic called Kay got in touch and they said, come to this seminar talk in Cambridge. So I went to that and it was hosted by Run Artfully Network. Yeah. And they, they launched the website, which and then I became a contributor on that. And yeah. I, I wrote one article, very short, yeah. about how running transforms you. Like, I, I, I think it was called Midnight Run Transforms, and it was just about how I didn't feel like I had a lot of energy after a shift at work. And then mm. I went on, like, a five-mile run, yeah. and I had loads of energy afterwards. Yeah. And then I, I wrote about other stuff as well, Yeah. how it made me feel good and stuff. Uh and then I got an email a few days later saying, really like the article, uh, I run this blah, blah, blah mm. thing for a contemporary arts charity. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to get positive male role models in. Nice. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. We like what you wrote. Would you be interested in doing a couple of workshops? Fantastic. I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I would. No, you're right. And so, I feel like it is person-to-person connection. I agree. Because, like, yeah, there's those... The, I'm very lucky to have had those big opportunities, but like you with these, um, it's make making I, making things, just making things, yeah. and writing and yeah. putting yourself out there, yeah, and then going to events, networking yeah. events, yeah. No, talks, it's true. and introducing yourself yeah. to people. And I realise as well, starting locally is a really good place to start. Yeah, you know, like yeah. th- there's no. Like, you don't have to think, like, oh, like, even if you live in a really small place, there's always stuff going on. And, like, for example, so I did a workshop on Tuesday for a charity, and then, it like, quite a few of the women there said that they um, also go to other spaces that do workshops, Mm. um, and they could have me there as well. So it was lots of different spaces for different people that also wanted to do a painting workshop. So already that's opened the door to other places to do workshops. So, so uh, what was this workshop? So this workshop, it was for a charity called Jamila's Legacy. This specific group of people for the charity, it was like a women's uh, 
mental health and well-being group. So they're like a regular group that come. Um, uh, a lot of them suffer with anxiety or they've got PTSD and that kind of thing. Um, so this workshop was, a, I called it um, playing with paint. So it was just supposed to be really freeing, really relaxing. We yeah. did a few techniques to loosen them up. Um, I just let them play with paint because if they've ever even touched it, the last time they probably have is at primary school. Yeah. So it was just giving them the space and giving them the permission where there was no judgment to just have fun. I even said to them, I was like, if you spent ages on something and you, you tried out loads of techniques or whatever, you just have fun with it and you don't even like it and you want to chuck it in the bin, I'm cool with that. Like, it's about the process and it's about the emotional connection and the mindfulness. Um, and yeah, they absolutely loved it. Like, they gave really nice feedback um, and hopefully I'll be with them again in the new year. But I, it, it, even that's just given me more motivation, again, for the whole being an art practicing artist like everything yeah and uh, one thing that i so i'd never run a workshop before so i was really nervous yeah. but i've got this thing in my head now where i'm like you just have to do things scared you don't mm. not do something because you you think you're not ready for it or because you're nervous just do it if it goes catastrophically wrong then it goes wrong what it's a short it's amount okay. of time it's alright isn't it exactly you'll have learnt something from it or it could be the best thing ever or you'll meet someone or just dive into stuff and you know I did it and all the feedback was really really positive and all the ladies were so so lovely like we put some relaxing music on and there was loads of laughing and they it was just a the reason I, you probably I was like, what, what was I even scared about the re- yeah, it's because you care yeah yeah that's why because you care yeah it's true so if you didn't give a shit you'd probably just be rock up and just buy you wouldn't even do it probably yeah true like I wanted them to I think it's good to get what I wanted to scared. get out of it yeah no it's true you're right actually being scared shows you care about something it's not a reason not to do something no yeah Embrace a bit of suffering. Yeah, I mean, embrace it's not a, suffering, but yeah, like a bit. Obviously, if that if you've got anxiety disorder, that's another thing. But a bit of anxiety about something is okay. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, Everyone actually it's normal. Has it. yeah. yeah, and if you, you know, it it's through that if you do something anxious or you do something with a bit of fear, then you'll learn how strong you are. So that's like what I was, you know, I was saying at the beginning, I was like, I think I'm a really emotionally and mentally strong person now. Yeah. I feel like it's because I've done loads of those things. And yeah, I, I still get really nervous. But then I look back and I'm like, God, I, like I did the Selfridges thing. I, I, again, I had, I hope you don't hear this, but I had no idea what I was doing. Like I didn't plan, I, I planned it thoroughly and everything, but still it's, it was like a big thing that I'd never done before. Yeah, um, but everyone's... Everyone's like that on the first go. Yeah, like. yeah, exactly. So, so there you go. Even now, when I do commissions, like, it's not easy peasy. No. It's there's still a bit of like, oh, are they gonna like it? And I I would imagine know. it it's, because I've just put a new page on my website saying, like, available for commissions. Yeah. With some text saying, need need deposit. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, for sure. Very important. Yeah. Always take a always deposit. Always take deposit. Yeah. Non refundable deposit. Yeah. Yeah. Time is valuable. It is. Yeah. Don't it's waste true. time. Don't waste anybody's time. Yeah. I, did, I said, though, I would, you know, compl- yeah, not complimentary, but 
talk you talk through the project and figure it out a little bit yeah for free oh yeah i always say free consultation yeah no obligation consultation is a good word yeah people will respect you if you use the word consultation Consultation. sounds professional it's true though always free because it is it's like you know it's not the cheapest thing in the world to commission a painting no so you have to give the open space to talk about it and you know if you've if you've given that space where you're really kind and you're really understanding and you're really open and you say like no pressure Mm. it is a big decision they might not be ready then but they'll know what kind of character you are and they'll always have you in the back of their mind if they think or or they'll refer you to someone else who's looking for something so i think that's uh i take that approach when people are looking at my work to buy i always say we don't have to yeah don't have to buy it That but please cheap, do. <laughs> cheaper work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I can do payment plans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, payment plans. Payment plans. Yeah. People actually do. Yeah, I always say like you can pay in like deposit and then another two installments. Installments, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, most people just pay in one go, but yeah. a few people have used that option because it is more manageable that way. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's all those, all those little, all these little things. But it's good. Mm. It's good stuff. But it's stuff you learn along the way. Like I don't think anybody really teaches you that. Are you gonna do any more workshops? Yeah, I do want to. Yeah, um, I was really lucky. Like I, one of my friends is a really good photographer, so I'm gonna use her photos and um, put them on my website and Instagram and stuff. Um, use that to propel the workshops um, and obviously with Two Queens we've been doing the arts and mental health training mm. uh, with the people from Bright Sparks and they've been offering a workshop space on Wednesday as well if you wanted to do that as well there's like, they said every Wednesday they do a workshop uh, and you know anyone can come in and just run a solid workshop for the people that are there so I think me and Is it my, paid? Yeah. Well, 50 quid, yeah. Oh. For two, I think two hours or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, at least it's something. Something, yeah, um, it's good. So. Never turn, like, don't turn your nose up. Yeah, like yeah. That, I suppose, because yeah, exactly. through doing that, other opportunities exactly, can come yeah, and exactly. you're learning and gaining experience. Exactly. And it's 50 quid. Yeah, exactly. And you're helping people. Yeah. You know? It's just, I always think... It's not just two hours because you've had to oh, yeah. no, organise it. Yeah, I know. So I that's know. why a lot of a lot of workshops it might only be like one or two hours, but a lot of them will pay like three hundred quid for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because quid. it's so much. Like even it's all the preparation. Yeah, like this workshop I did on Tuesday, so this workshop was two hours, um, but I actually after doing that, I realised I was like, I. I like props to people who do workshops because you don't realise how much time and effort it takes just like you just turn up and do the workshop which is obviously that's what you're supposed to do but like lesson planning like tailoring it to the people all the equipment like you have like for example I put um an exercise where I wanted them to do finger painting um and I was like well they can't all run to the bathroom at once to wash their hands then so it's like, okay, I've got to get baby wipes so they can wipe their hands. And it's just all the little, really little tiny things because you want to make it the best experience for the 
for the participants coming. You have to think about um, time. Their needs. And, yeah, and time. Well, yeah. it's like if you're a lecturer yeah. uh, and you've got students giving presentations or mm. a few different academics giving presentations within two hours, yeah. you have to make sure they don't go over their yeah, allotted yeah. time, yeah, yeah. which is like, you know, annoying. But time management is like the ultimate skill in yeah, every single I think so. industry. I think so. If you can get stuff done in, in your allotted amount of time, yeah, that's good. It's good. Yeah. I agree. I think the, the consistency board and the schedule and whatever has helped me a lot with that. Yeah. Because, like, this kind of work, you like being freelance and stuff like that, to a certain extent, you really decide how your day goes. Like, which is a blessing... But I also find it to be a curse sometimes. Yeah, because, because you have to be, you know... You have to be disciplined with disciplined. yourself. Uh, it's easy to come in and not do anything. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's not a problem, but if you continue and to you do that... And you just get in. You yeah. can decide not to even come in that day. It's okay sometimes. But then sometimes. you suffer the consequences later on. So... Yeah. I saw this thing, on obviously, on Instagram. I can't remember who said it. But they were like, choose your hard... Like, it's always going to be hard, but choose if you want to do the hard work in now that's going to pay off later or choose where you're going to pay because you didn't do the hard work now. That's what I think about, like, loads of things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You've got to do hard, hard things. You've got like to you do things you don't it. want to do. Yeah. But yeah. if you do them consistently, they're not hard. Yeah, it's true. If you get up and just do routine. the thing. Get up and wash the dishes. Yeah. Get up and go to the gym. Yeah. Eventually, that becomes a habit. Yeah. It's just automatic and, and you just do it yeah. and you start to enjoy it. And it's more beneficial for you than putting that stuff off. You go to If you go home at night and your house is a mess, mm. it's hard to clean it up. But if yeah. you consistently keep your house tidy, every week you put an hour aside yeah, to just yeah. tidy up and yeah. clean everything, Yeah. your house is always going to be in a, in a good state. Yeah. Which makes your mind and your everything's just easier exactly so yeah that's what i mean by like choosing your hard you choose to do i'm we're not perfect like we just said like you know we'll spend loads of time sitting on our phone scrolling yeah everyone puts stuff off um like i definitely don't want to preach i'm absolutely 100 percent not perfect this is just stuff i'm I'm absolutely you're perfect perfect, you're perfect you're the king of everything um but i'm definitely like this obviously talking to you're you not big self-reflection yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm definitely not perfect and saying all this stuff is also stuff i need to work on um just take but you know it's take little, my lead uh, yeah i just copy everything oh, jack does you'll be successful and i'll be fine yeah i'm starting a cult yeah that's why i shave my head okay i don't shave my head what's the cult called uh yeah just think called, of a cool name otherwise i'm not it's called a c-u-l-t what does that stand for cult that's not a cool enough name for me to join. If it's got a cool name, I'll join it. Jack. That's it. Jack Sparrow. No. Jack Sparrow. No. I'll join the Jack Sparrow pirate cult. Go ahead. You, you got yeah. pirate vibes today. Have I? Oh, yeah, because yeah, I've got two plats. Plats are kind of piratey. Yeah, they are kind of piratey, I guess. Yeah. What, what do you have in common with pirates? I don't know. Actually, I don't know pirates that well. Neither do I. They steal stuff, right? Yeah. 
I don't think I steal. Okay. What else do they do? Not wash their hair. Drink rum. Do you wash your hair? I do wash my hair, so. It's nice to know. Yeah, I actually washed it today. Some people. So I'm not like a pirate. Say that, not washing hair is good. But I have to wash my hair. Once or twice a week. I wash it every day. It depends on your scalp. Everyone's got different scalps. Different scalps. Yeah, so some, um, some people, true. they can cope with not washing their hair. Don't judge another person's scalp. good for their scalp and hair, but some people, like me, uh, you have to wash it you every day. You need to wash it every day. My mum's a hairdresser. She knows yeah, what she's yeah. talking about. A lot of yeah. experience over 30 That's years. That's good. That is good. So she'll tell me this. Not the first-hand advice. Depends. And I'm sure it's completely different depending on like ethnicity and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. But yeah. And we're going to yoga after this. We are going to yoga. Which Are you excited? Is, I am because I've not ever, I've never been to a yoga class in my never, life. Never, ever? Never. But I want to start doing it. I think this is a good place to do it. Because it's a really, it's, it's called Space to Breathe in mm. Leicester City Centre. Um, and it's just, it's such a nice place. I don't know why I've put off going there for ages, because something else just always came in the way. And then the first time I went, I absolutely loved it. And now I go every week. Literally go, I mean, unless I'm abroad, but I literally go every week. So I'm abroad. Um, <laughs> every week, and then they do sound bath every month. Oh my god! You're not a sound bath person. Nah, I, nah, nah, I like the, I talked to someone at the the, the print workshop next door, yeah. telling me about how she does sound baths, and, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty Why cool." Why don't you just try it? You should just try it. How once. much is it? It's twenty quid. Oh my god! Which height? Twenty if pounds if... to have someone go around the room, <laughs> going dong ding dong dong, bong bong. Yeah, bong, that's bong, exactly bong, what they bong. do. That's you. You don't need to go to sound bath. You just did one. And then you're like, I feel so. To be fair, I was pretty lucky from the sounds. Yes. No, I was pretty I'm lucky. Wet because... from sounds because I've it. been in a sound bath. Bath. Yeah. Which made me wet with sounds. My sister actually thought when I said I was going to a sound bath that I was I was actually going in a bath. <laughs> like what? You think I'm going somewhere to go sit in a bath? No. People but, do that. I want to go to have. I want to do like one of those oh, that sensory, sensory deprivation. deprivation. I like to do that because Joe Rogan does that, and I think he's brilliant. You know, I've never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast ever. So there's lots of debate about him, but I'm just like, you know what? I don't even have the energy. All of my friends to look at that situation. To, complete opposite. What they hate him. Well, I, I'm just friends with other artists, and most artists are very left leaning. Yeah. And they're like, I don't. And agree. he's not a lefty. Well, I don't think he's. I think he's sort of just him. Yeah. He doesn't really go one way or the other. Okay. But obviously, some people are like, well, I don't like he that. Said this, you've got so... to. You've got to take a side. Yeah. I'm not like that. I think that you know. Cancel culture. Everyone has value. Yeah. Fair enough. Are you indoctrinating me into Joe Rogan? No. Am I going to get killed by lots of lefties? No. Well, I'd say I'm a lefty. Cancel culture doesn't really exist. Yeah. For, like, normal people. Yeah, true. It's it's just stupid, really, I think. think, Yeah, I feel like people you know and you interact with, you're not going to cancel someone, are you? If you say something... Because you know everyone's human. 
Yeah, if it's a joke, yeah, it's cool. But if I mean, sometimes it's not. Yeah. If it's sometimes, sometimes jokes aren't cool. Yeah. Yeah, do cross a line. Yeah. But uh, that's also why they're funny. Yeah, where's the where's the? Like, cause I make jokes. I made some jokes before, and like some people just say, "Not today." Yeah. <laughs> not today. Because <laughs> they're having a bad day, but normally they day off. They'll be fine. Yeah. And I, I'm mostly laughing at my own jokes anyway. Yeah, you do actually. Yeah. I've noticed. Uh, like They're just hysterically... really sarcastic. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, what did you say I said earlier? I can't remember. I can't remember you said something, but it was so, like you thought I was being serious, but it was sarcastic. I feel like most of our conversation is just sarcastic. No, I. You, you like it when children die or something. What? I never said that. When, when the hell did I say that? I don't know. Something about Nazis and eugenics, right? Why are you saying I said this stuff? I don't know. What, is, what even is off. eugenics? What is eugenics? What even is that? Just pretending to not know what eugenics are. No, about. I actually don't know what that is. I mean, we did do World War Two at school. As everyone did. But I actually don't know what eugenics is. Well, it's when you sort of don't allow certain people to reproduce, I suppose, because they've got certain things oh, right. wrong with them. Or you try and, like, it's basically just, like, breeding people. Like, like pure. Yeah, like, pure, pure and pureness. People. Oh, okay. I don't know if they've got Down syndrome or if they're black. Right. Don't have sex with people that are white. Right. Or, yeah. Oh. Trying to control... The bloodline. Genetics. Right. Okay. That's what it is. Trying to control it. genetics. Oh, CBA for that. CBA for that. CBA for eugenics. Yeah. CBA for that. Well, I don't know. No, 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 I was joking. Here he goes again. No. Well, Daddy Enoch. Nice. Enoch Powell. <laughs> <laughs> How is this conversation going to get to Enoch Powell? I don't know. This is podcast, guys. Uh, just... It always ends up getting to Enoch Powell. I don't, it never has. And I've never spoken how I've spoken on so this. So why are you talking before. like this because, with me then? Because humour. Yeah, because I feel how, like we have we this normally, stupid humour, yeah. yeah. We're like, Jack will say something really <laughs> bad. What did I say earlier? I don't know. I said, like, as a joke which we completely understand is a joke, right. I said, I wouldn't let my kids play with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> which is absolutely false, because I think that would be hilarious if our kids were friends. But we know that. But then it's like, if someone overheard that, they'd be like, what? No, I mean, it was like, She's I know crazy. I called you Suella Braveman. Yeah, and then he called me Suella Braverman. But like, you give off those which vibes. Which is a joke, shut no, up. No, you give off those vibes, like Pretty Patel. Braver, Braverman vibes. Braverman vibes. I mean, she's great. She's an absolute cow. In a good way, though, right? How is, that, how is it a good way <laughs> to be an absolute cow? I know, like an outdoor bred sort of... Grass-fed. 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 Uh, so, Suella Braverman is an absolute grass-fed cow. No, I remember, I remember coining the term Suella Deville and then hearing someone else oh, say yeah, it and thinking, did, I, did I come up with it or did the newspaper come up with it? It's like that guy who said he came up with Brexit. Right. Do you remember? There was a guy who said he came up with Brexit. Oh yeah, what's the time? Uh, oh, that's alright. It's like okay. Yeah. Um, I'll get changed. We can run off to yoga. Um. 
But yeah, I'm glad you're trying yoga. I think it's important to, I think it's important to consistently do exercise. Yeah. But to move your body differently for different purposes. Yeah, I've been thinking that. I don't. Yeah. I want to work out twice a day. These workouts don't have to be heavy weights. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have to be running. Yeah. They can be yoga and yeah. a walk. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Getting out outside. Yeah, moving your body a bit. And. Doing whatever you can, I think. Yeah, if you get outside mm. for like 45 minutes a day, mm. then you're going to have a better mental health and yeah. you're going to feel good. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's easy to get isolated, I think. It's that word again, like, obviously we all use it for everything, it's like mindfulness. But it's just being present, I think. Mindfulness. It is just being it's present. It's being present. It's about returning to the breath. Yeah. It's about being grounded. That's what you, this yoga class is going to do for you. Is that mind, we all say mind-body connection. No, it's true. It's absolutely because true. Because when you're doing it, yeah. you're only focused on your body and on your breath. Yeah. And you're not scroll, I believe in this witch doctor voodoo stuff, you know. Hippie. Like gemstones, tarot. astrology, tarot, tarot. Uh, wall well, hangings. Yeah. Slut walk. I don't know. What the hell is slut walk? <laughs> Where did that come in? I don't know. What feminism. What? Feminism. Anosphere. What? No, oh, no, I've been talking. My, 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 Nancy's been around uh, using the studio, co-working with me a couple yeah. of days this week. Yeah. And we were talking about something called the Manosphere. What's which that? is like a bunch of men online that are like uh, trying to, I don't know. They're like men's right activists. In cells, a part of it, and we were just talking about that. I was like, "Yeah, it's weird," and apparently they're all against this like man called Chad, who represents like alpha males. And then I looked at this picture, and I was like, "Damn, I can't, I'm kind of like a Chad." What? It's a specific person called my, Chad. No, it's just any sort of man that's like really attractive. And, oh, and does, right. And does well right. with women. Right. Okay. And that looks really good. Right. So I was like, "Well." They're going to hate you, I don't, then. I do not want to be shot yeah. up by some incels. Yeah. You're their main target, I guess. I am. Yeah. I am irresistible. King of everything. But yeah. I, I don't know why. I was just born that way, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. You're just perfect from day one. Moisturise. Moisturiser. That's it. That's it. And uh, groom. Drink enough water. Drink a lot of water. Yeah. Because we're actually made up of a lot of water. I actually need to pee right now. I need to pee for 10 minutes. Can't really allow you to pee. That's alright. I'll go after. Okay. But it's because I'm drinking throughout the whole bloody day. So that's a big downside of being hydrated. Don't drink water. Ever. Because then you'll need to pee. Uh, pee. That's my advice. I like peeing. Don't ever drink, it's bad for no, you. Drinking pee. water is not good for you. Don't peeing do feels it. like we having a wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not needing good. to go. You know needing what I want to do? I, nice. I want to go to a business meeting and I want to say, Excuse me, can I, I have a wee wee, wee, wee. please? <laughs> why don't we do that more? Because. Challenge a social. Uh, why, why do I say, Can I go to the bathroom? I, I like. I have very serious conversations sometimes with, yeah. with people yeah. and then make jokes that are completely contrasting to everything we're saying. That's good. Because I think that that's how you make people laugh. 
Yeah, I guess so. And make friends. Excuse me, can yeah. I go for a wee? Yeah, go, go and have a wee. That's a... That's an go and have a wee if you can't concentrate. No, it's right. We've only got, like, right. five minutes left. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But, yeah, back to yoga. I'm glad you're doing it. It's good. And if you never do it again, like, if it's not for you, that's whatever, but you tried it. Well, I don't know. I do, I do think you'll like it. It's, like, the... I'm not good at it by any means, but I do enjoy going every week. I just don't want to come across as some kind of pervy guy. Why would you come across as a pervy guy unless you behave that way, Jack? I don't think I will. Can you pass me a tissue? Is that alright? It's bloody cold in this studio. Gino. <laughs> well, it's not normally in here. I normally have the heater on. I just can't have it oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the sound. Yeah. Yeah, bloody freezing in here. That's yeah. another thing, like, these months. Yeah. Cold. Oh, yeah. Dark. It's like a... It is hard. It's like, harder. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to stick to the same routine you did in the summer. No. But you still you have to have some... might get up a bit later. Yeah, you might leave a little bit earlier. Yeah. But... Whatever. Because you do start getting tired earlier, don't you? Yeah. But it's, it's still just... keep, keep it up. Keep up there. Just adjust it a little bit, that's all. Don't abandon it. I've learnt that as well. Because I feel like in the previous years in the studio, because it is bloody... Fr- I'm literally wearing ski trousers right now. Oh, yeah. Two layers. Yeah. We've got, like, a fleece layer underneath. Oh, my God. Yeah. Adapt. Overcome. <laughs> That's what it is. Put on your ski wear. Mm. Come in here for a short amount of time. I just spend all day in here because I've got an enclosed space so I put my heater on. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice that's warm. true. Yeah, and I, I go mean, outside the door and I'm like... Yeah, it's bloody freezing. Horrible. Yeah, like, stick the heater on. Get as much done as you can. Toe work with people. Yeah. Because then you can huddle up like a penguins. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'd much rather be spending this time in bed with some, like, you know, really attractive woman. Yeah. Just cuddling up to her and watching Netflix. But that isn't Drinking hot chocolate. That's not going to get you anywhere. It will. Yeah, well, hot chocolate is nice, to be fair. Yeah. I literally make hot chocolate just to have cream on top. What? So I'll eat the cream and then I'll put more cream on. What? Yeah. Freak. You know the squirty cream from the can? Yeah. I'll put that on, <laughs> like loads of it. I'll eat it and then I'll put loads more on and then I'll what eat it. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then I have to tell myself, okay, you can't keep doing this. And then I drink the hot chocolate. But I don't know why I don't just put cream in a bowl and eat it. You should go to therapy, mate. Yeah, maybe. Talk about that when you go to therapy. Maybe I should. It's not normal. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I bet loads of people do that. I'd probably do that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I bet loads of people do that. I want to try... I want want hot chocolate. Yeah, me too. We should buy hot chocolate and bring it in the studio. Well, I'll do it then. I'll sit here having my nice hot chocolate and you can be on your discipline. I'll have... Your discipline-ness. I'll have beetroot juice. Yeah. I love beetroot juice. It's nice. I should have had that. It's good. If you have it before you go for a run. Yeah. Yeah, Carrot juice is nice. Carrot carrot and ginger or carrot and something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had before and it was what? Carrot and apple. Oh, yeah. 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 Now we're getting into it. Carrot and apple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Shall we stop at a carrot and apple juice? Yeah.